Welcome to Too Old for This Podcast, Episode 4. Winter is ending. Tonight is our Game of Thrones Season 8 preview. Featuring special guests from the local cosplay community. We are going to talk about predictions, theories, who will live, who will die, and who will sit the Iron Throne. Without further ado, on nerd and up nerd, let's start the show. How you doing, my friend? Kevin, how are you tonight? I am excellent. I am excellent. Good, good, I'm good. uh I'm a little bit scared because uh, we're gonna talk about something I know almost nothing about other than the first season. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm scared too. <laughs> Um, and, and, and first of all, I want to say, I really, I really appreciate you putting up with all of this Game of Thrones coverage that I'm going to be dragging you through this year. I know you're not a Game of Thrones fan. You're not an anti, you're not a hater or anything, but you're not a, I am definitely not a hater. It's uh, like I said, uh, I, I gave it a shot. It just didn't grip me the way it gripped you. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just, it's just what it is. Fair enough. But it's really nice of you to hang in here with me and let me steer the show through Game of Thrones season eight because I am a mega fan. Yes, you are. As you know, as you know. As you know. Yep. And I'm excited tonight to be kicking off our Game of Thrones season eight coverage with a preview episode. And we've got special guests with us tonight. Yes, and this are. is why I'm scared. Earlier when I said I was scared, this is what I mean. We actually have four guests on tonight, which is something we've never attempted to do before. Well, we... I can already. I can already hear the lag in the Skype call. <laughs> well, we've never even had one guest, never mind four. So this, this is true. This, this is, is true. This, this is, is all. But we are, but we are great. But we are very grateful because we have four very special uh, Toronto area cosplayer guests, local celebrities, in my opinion. Uh, I've 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 been at at Comic Cons uh, w- with some of these people, and I have seen the way people react to them. Um, when they walk onto the floor, everybody stops and stares. Everybody wants a photo. Everyone thinks they're real. Um, Amazing. Uh, let, let me introduce them. Uh, first of all, is an old friend of mine, friend of my family, uh, Sarah Peterman, who is uh, famous for her Sansa cosplay, but she does many <laughs> others. Uh, Sarah, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Uh, I saw you at Comic Con, uh, Toronto Comic Con, uh, this past weekend. Yeah! Uh, it, it was a good time. I thought. How how did you like it? It was really fun, but like it was kind of weird not to be doing Game of Thrones cosplay. Right, I feel like right. that's what, like my life revolved around for so long. So right. it was it was different, but like it was a lot of fun being a superhero. So right. we who, should, we should who tell were people. you, by the way? She was. Oh, I get, I was Captain Marvel. I went she as Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, she was nice. an amazing Captain Marvel. Yeah, too. it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Sarah, your your Captain Marvel, you know, you, a costume was amazing. Uh, Thank you. 
your your like it looked like you had a full leather like it looked like a realistic camera ready movie costume. Well, and it cost me a lot of money, so hopefully. <laughs> and um, it was it was it was it was funny to me because um, I was there with my friend Steve Dunk, who's a uh, a reporter for TheForce.net, and. Um, and he, and he was just saying to me, I can't believe there's no Captain Marvels here today. And we, and we saw one, but she didn't have a helmet. And he was like, man, they need the helmet with the mohawk and everything. And then he, he went off and left me alone. And then I, I spotted you and you and there you were with this amazing Captain Marvel costume and people lining up to take pictures with you. That must be a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I mean, like I. It was amazing, like, and that's what we do it for, obviously, is to, like, interact with people and kids and whatever. But at that moment, I had to go and visit so many friends of mine, like, that had booths on the floor. And it just got to the point where I just had to, like, take my helmet off and just, like, beeline it for them. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is an amazing feeling, though, when people ask you for photos. Like, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And you've brought three friends with you tonight, so let, let's, let's get them into the conversation. Um, <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Steph. Steph, who is famous for her aria. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Hi. Good, good, good. So tell me how you feel about the approach of Game of Thrones Season 8 coming up. Honestly, I'm not too too sure what's going to happen. I'm excited for it, for sure. But it's also, it's sad because, you know, it's over. And mm-hmm. it's it's not going to continue. Like this year, there's going to be so many things that are ending, and it's just it's one of those things. Yeah. How long have you been cosplaying as Arya? Arya, I think honestly about like two years now. Not very long. Yeah. Do you do you identify with the character? Are you are you mo- most invested in Arya as you watch the show? Do you feel like a personal bond with her because of your cosplay experience? I mean, yeah. Uh, growing up, I was always compared to Arya, like just as a person as I am. Um, oh, really. Really. So she's been a part of me as long as the books have been out there, really. Fantastic. And I just, I love her. I love her. <laughs> great, great. We love her too. Uh, so also with you is your friend Tess, who is uh, famous for cosplaying Daenerys. Hello. Hi, Tess. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good, good, good. And I am I am super nervous to find out the fate of Daenerys in season oh. eight. So much going on there. Like, I, like I, I want to know, is she going to be pregnant? Is she going to have a child? Is she going to survive? Is she going to sit on the Iron Throne? All, like, I, so many questions about Daenerys. How do you oh, feel? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have my ideas of what's going to happen. I mean, especially seeing the uh, promo photos where her stomach is mysteriously covered in every photo. <laughs> so I'm like, they're either really trolling us or it's very obvious that she is with child. Oh, um, I hope so. I hope she is. I hope she is. We'll see. Well, it's the song of ice and fire. And what's more ice and fire than a Jon Snow baby and a Daenerys baby, right? So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm, I, for one, am hoping that happens for sure. But let me get, but let me get uh, our final guest in here, uh, our Marjorie Tyrell. Leah, how are you tonight? I'm great, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we're glad to have you. Thank you for coming. Um, you are, of course, uh, unique tonight in that you are the <laughs> only one who cosplays a character who is already dead on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wasn't dead when I started cosplaying her. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Um, how long, how long have you say, been? I will say there was a tiny part of me once I watched that episode and saw her get, you know, 
obliterated into a puff of ash that I kind of went, oh no, what's that going to mean for my cosplay career? Really, really, I bet, I bet. Um, were you really surprised by Marjorie's ending? Because I, I was, I know that much. I mean, I knew that she wasn't going to make it till the end, obviously. You did? Um, and I expected that it would be some drastic thing by Cersei that would end her. Um, and in that, in that way, it definitely did not disappoint. But, you know, as a kid, as, as a character that I've always that I've loved and admired, it was it was sad for me as a viewer um, right. to watch that happen because you know you ro- you root for the characters that you that you love no and doubt. it was inevitable, but it still made me sad all the same. No doubt, no doubt. Um, I, I actually I didn't have the same feeling as you. I wasn't sure that Marjorie wasn't going to make it till the end. I actually honestly thought like George R. R. Martin in the books kind of was building her up and building her up in a way that I thought, you know, this this could be a character that ends up um, maybe even uh, taking out Cersei at some point. So, Well, we do know that um, the ending that's going to happen in the show this year and the ending that George R. R. Martin has planned for the books are vastly different. Yes, so that's knows? very important. We, we, we don't know what George R. R. Martin has planning up the sleeve, and he might have some 180, you know, 90, 180 degree twist that'll throw us all for a loop. So we'll see. Sure. We, well, we may see if he finishes the books before he dies. <laughs> magic, the magic <laughs> Hopefully we'll see. Hopefully we'll see. He is the final death. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That was dark. <laughs> you just gave me a chill. You just gave me a chill. I don't want to, I don't want to imagine a world where George R. R. Martin doesn't live to finish these books. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, th- thank you all for coming tonight. We really appreciate having yes, you. Thank you. This is exciting. Uh, were the rest of you at uh, Toronto Comic Con? We were. Oh, or yeah. I was at least. Yeah. Steph, you uh, were there for one day, right? Briefly for one day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, were you Were you cosplaying? Were you Were you in your Game of Thrones cosplay, or were you in different cosplay like Sarah? No, we were all in different stuff. I think. <laughs> I don't think any of us were Game of Thrones this weekend. It's no, too yeah, no. hot, and uh, there's like yeah. so much expectation, especially with like the new season coming out. That like people yeah. are expecting you to have the new costumes on, and like although all of us do have the new costumes done, well, they're hot and they're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you I know mean, what? I-, I don't have a new costume because I don't know how to cosplay. You know, Ash. <laughs> you could though. Any Marvel fan. That would be so cool though to do like a melted Marjorie. That'd be epic. You know what? I have a similar one uh, I wanted to talk about. I have a prediction for Sansa where I think that, that Sarah Sarah might have a very interesting cosplay option coming up for her. If my mm-hmm. prediction for Sansa in Season 8 is correct, uh, I think Sarah could have a really amazing future uh, Sansa cosplay. Very intrigued to hear this. Ah, well, I want to get to it. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask you first, um, because I just I, this just this, this, this just occurred to me. Um, like I said, like I like I've been to to Comic Con with Sarah a couple times, and I've seen the way, like when she walks in, people kind of treat her like a celebrity. And I'm sure this happens to all of you, right? Like everybody wants a picture mm-hmm. with you. Everybody wants to tell you how great you look. Everybody wants to tell you how much you look like your character. And it seems to me like you guys really kind of sell the Comic Con. Like you kind of you kind of work there in a way, right? Like. <laughs> Like wow, the, tell, tell me that. <laughs> I, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm just wondering. Do you, do you guys like pay like buy your tickets like everyone else and just oh, yeah. like really depends on the con to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do a lot of cons where I'm sponsored for it, so I just end up going and going as a certain character, whatever they want me to do. Right. Um, but 
Canadian conventions. Unless I'm, I'm, up with I'm the sorry, who's speaking right now? Oh, Steph. Hi, Steph. Steph. Hi, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Steph is our aria. So, so you're saying you you actually have sponsorships where you are actually um, invited to cons as like an employee almost. Like yeah, you're, not, so, you're not paying your way. No, no, you're not paying your way for those. Um, I you personally gotta... haven't done too many guest appearances, but it's similar to that where they're like, okay, well, we want you here. We want you in these costumes. And we want you to walk around the con and do this, or like you know, do talk you about paid? this. Do you get paid to do that? No, the payment is in the actual convention itself. Sometimes it's in convention and food, or sometimes it's convention food and hotel and oh, travel okay. costs. That's but not bad, still. It's not bad. Um, it lets oh, me see the world, which is great, and mm-hmm. I really like that. And I think it's super, super cool. But I would love a little bit of money, maybe. One day. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I would love to pay my rent <laughs> with cosplay. I'm sure. No, but for the majority of the time, we're there as convention goers or ticket purchasers we're as much as we're there because we love cosplay and we want to be able to bring a little joy into the average con goer you know we're there for the same reasons that the average con goer is there we're there to look at the merch and to buy to buy fan art and to see the booths and to see listen to celebrity guests say their bit or do a photo op or Mm -hmm. so so as much as we're treated as sort of a spotlight of the con it's it, it can get a lot, especially especially in a cosplay as high profile as Game of Thrones. Sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of just want to be invisible on the con floor when you're trying to do the things that you're at the con to do. Right. That's a big mood. <laughs> cool. You see, I, you know, honestly, I think you guys are almost like heroes in in a way, right? Because you you guys you guys are you guys are doing all this work. You like you guys put a lot of effort into these costumes. Like, not, like legit, you guys show up with like camera ready like professional looking costumes and and the the people who come to these conventions they go home with photos of you as souvenirs just like just like anything else they might purchase at the convention and like sometimes you guys are the highlight of the convention for for con goers and and you really you really don't get enough thanks for that in my opinion um you really like without you guys showing up there um and and being like like homegrown attractions for free, like the convention, the convention wouldn't be half as fun. I think, in my opinion. <laughs> That's um, fair. So I want to give you my personal thank you. Anyway, if no one else, oh, is. stop it. <laughs> well, you are very welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I personally think the thanks comes from the look in the people's faces when they are taking those pictures, when they are interacting right, with us. Right, right. You know, that one moment of them looking and seeing their character in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And that light that enters their eyes is, it's unmatched by any sort of voluntary payment, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I personally make them pay me $5, so. <laughs> she is, in fact, Elmo on Times Square. She's a queen. <laughs> nice. I'm like, I'm the queen, so, you know, five bucks. Nice. <laughs> it happens, it happens less with Game of Thrones than with some other fandoms, but with the children especially. Um, if you're a Disney princess or a superhero, the yeah. kids really mm-hmm. honestly think that you are that character. Oh, um, so wholesome. Versus, you know, when when an adult con goer sees us in our Game of Thrones cosplays and goes, oh, look at those awesome cosplays. They're awesome. But they, they understand that it's a cosplay. So yeah. I've, um, I was at a con once as Ariel, and I met up with a couple of friends of mine and their three-year-old daughter. And she, like, she knows me. She knows me as Leah on a day-to-day basis, but she didn't understand that it was Leah in a costume. It was, no, I'm talking to Ariel. And when Ariel knew her name, and Ariel knew her sister's name, and Ariel knew her mommy and daddy, that was, like, 
that you know blew the kid's mind. And yeah, it's it's wholesome. It doesn't happen quite the same way with Game of Thrones because yeah, it does caters to an older crowd. <laughs> but moments like that make all the hard work and money and effort and blood, sweat, and tears that go into these cosplays worth it. That's I never that's I never had a costume before Captain Marvel that let me interact with kids. So it was very surreal. Like oh, at- wow weekend because like i always did game of thrones or i right. did lord of the rings and like yeah they liked my shiny crown but like this one little girl at comic-con i sat with her for like 20 minutes and she was just asking me like how are you keeping the bad guys out of the convention center oh. like, oh. and I, kept, I literally just went on a full-on rant about how i was there specifically to keep the korea oh spoiler alert keep the korea out of the <laughs> and like make sure everything was okay and that I was a security there and she was like totally believing me wow. and her mom had to like pull her away and I was just like that is like the first experience I've had like that and that's, now I kind of want to be a princess that's wonderful <laughs> that's wonderful Sarah and you know what I was just reminded Sarah of um I don't know if it was last year or two years ago uh we went to fan expo together and uh you went uh as poison ivy and you you brought a friend who was dressed as as harley quinn right um and i remember that day vividly the experience of going with you two uh it was it was funny sometimes because i would watch people reacting to you all day right um Mm -hmm. so i'd watch like uh like teenage boys would like they'd see you walk by and they're like their jaws would drop right (laughs) um (laughs) But and then but then we'd see like little girls um who were like dressed in the same cosplay as you guys and they would they like their eyes would would open wide and they'd get so excited and feel so happy and it was like the most adorable adorable thing. But but I I wonder I wonder about I like I wonder about your experience in this because I mean I mean to go there, um there must be a dark side, right? Like like there must be there must there must be a lot of creepy experiences that go along. Oh my god! Yeah. At the same time, right? <laughs> so, uh, does anyone have any of those to share? That is there is there does anyone have we like one have like, one story? Yeah. Who wants to go first? <laughs> do I tell my Do I tell the anime North story? Please do. I, I, you, you must have. You absolutely if you, have. If to, you have you know? to ask, then just, you have to tell. I just I worry that the people that I'm about to talk to will listen to this and. I worry you don't have that to name that might. If you don't want. That's oh, kind of my issue with all of this. But... Yeah, it's okay. the scary yeah, part right. of it. I'll try. I have so... a tendency to ramble, so I'm going to try to tell a succinct version of the story. If I start <laughs> so... getting rambly, yell my name, and I'll and I'll wrap it up. So, so let me introduce you. This is okay. This yeah. Is, this is Leah, our Marjorie Tyrell, about to tell her creepy anime North story. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's less an anime North story and more um, a story about the kind of creepy guys you can get at, con- at cons, um, specifically to discuss one experience that happened with these two guys. And they're always together, and they're a staple at most Toronto cons. I see them at every con that I go to. Okay. And they... What do they look like? Do they dress up? <laughs> they don't dress up. They might be wearing like a nerdy themed shirt, but they're not okay. cosplay. Okay. And in the most polite way possible, they look like you know the pale, somewhat overweight gamer guy that lives in their mom's basement kind of vibe. Like Cheeto beards. Twenty, <laughs> like twenty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 20, in their twenties or thirties is probably okay. safe. Really? I'd say they were, like, in their 40s, but... Really? That makes it worse. Oh, yeah. Also, like, 
I, I'm really bad at that game because it could be I anywhere in there, like, right? Yeah. They're pretty middle. I see them as like middle-aged dudes. I mean, it's possible to be honest. I don't spend a lot of time looking at their faces. Okay. I'm trying to not make that conversation. Two creepy guys. Well, it's like yeah. if, you look, if you're looking in someone's eyes when you're talking to them, you're inviting them to, to have a conversation. So I tried. To, I'm usually not looking directly at them, Fair. trying to find an escape. But Fair. Okay. they they come across as very innocent, very well-meaning. Oh, your cosplay looks great. Can I grab a picture of your cosplay? Sure, no problem. You pose. Oh, can I grab a picture with you? Oh yeah, sure. Come on in. Can I? You know. Oh, can I? Can I put my hand here? And they usually gesture to, like, your back. And you expect, fine, they're going to put their hand on, like, the small of my back. And that's a normal thing that happens. But with these particular guys, um, they have a tendency of not just, like, placing their hand lightly on your back. They'll, like, 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 like pinching the, the muffin top. Like, hand Ew. all the way around the other side of your waist. Wait, pinching? tight beside them. <laughs> like, if they, if they pin you to their side. And you're like, and you're like, this is not no longer comfortable for me. But they're holding you, and you're posing, and you agreed for the picture, so you're just kind of like, you you freeze. Um, it's the first time it happened to me, which is what was at Anime North last year, last May. Uh, it was terrifying, and I had a few friends who were nearby who saw what was happening. Tess was one of them, and as well as our friend Jeff. And Jeff came over, and Jeff is like six four, six five, like a big guy. And he comes over and he's like, "Hey, Leah, sorry to pull you away. You know, we're we're gonna head we're gonna head out now." And I'm like, "Oh, great!" I like disentangle myself from these guys and we walk like ten feet away until they leave, and then we like go back and hang out on the grass a little bit longer. So that what happened last year. This year at Comic Con last weekend, um, this th those guys stopped me again, and I recognized them. And I was dressed as Supergirl, mm -hmm. and he went to do the usual like, "Can I can I or can I take a picture with you?" And I go and put my hands on my hips. In like sort of you know typical Supergirl power pose, and he kind of goes, "Oh, like can I put my hand?" and kind of does that gesture where you just kind of lift your hand, to, right? Like a physical, "Can I put my hand?" And I just kind of go, mm, "You know, I'd really rather if you didn't." And he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. We're gonna do power poses," and kind of matches my pose. Take a picture, and I and I hurry on to meet my friends. But I know to, how to avoid those situations because I recognize those guys now. And unfortunately, things like that have happened. A lot of times and with with guys like this and with other guys sort of that are the similar type and um i've i've lingered at cons longer than i should have and in places where i wouldn't have because i've seen these guys or guys like it approaching another cosplayer a girl that i've never met before and i can see the signs of what they're doing and looking at how uncomfortable she's looking how she's holding herself especially for costumes that are a little more revealing the way a girl is holding her arms against her body to cover her exposed parts can tell you a lot about whether or not she's comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and and I've had like, whether it's me or this guy, Jeff did it for another girl that same day to be like, you know, sorry to break this up, but we are supposed to go do that thing and meet that person. And you can see the relief in these girls eyes. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Let's go, let's go do that. Right. Um, they are, you know, and it's just, it happens over it's and so over. It's so important to again. be that Jeff for people as well though. Like if you see a girl, or a guy that looks uncomfortable in a situation, do not be afraid to go up and try mm -hmm. and get them out of the situation. Yeah. Like, you have no clue what could happen to them. That's a very, like, it's terrible it happened, but it's very mild compared to what happens to so many girls out there. It's it's terrifying. Yeah. This is, it's you know, a, it's a yeah. scary I remember world. that. I remember that happening at Fan Expo when we were waiting in line for our 
Vampire Diaries photo. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's the same guys. <laughs> and oh, I, walked, same I walked guys? up to this girl and I was like, hey, can I get, like, she was taking a photo with these guys and they were just like staring at her like she was a piece of meat. And I walked up to her and I'm like, hey, can I get a photo with you? And she's like, oh my God, yes. And then I took my photo. And I'm like, I just like, we really wanted to get you away from those dudes. She's like, thank you. Like, I have forgotten like, about that, but yeah. Same guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are they the same guys? It was yeah. the same guys. I told you. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking well, gross. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like you all really have to like, look out for each other and kind yeah. of, and kind yeah. of po- police your own community. It sounds oh, like. Yeah. 100%. You you almost sound like party goers, like who talk, who like watch out for each other when they go to a rave or something. You know, Absolutely. like like you're all like keeping an eye. And that that's interesting to me because it's like it's just interesting to to like you don't think of comic cons as like a dangerous place like that, right? You don't you don't think of that aspect of of the con at all right you think of it as a family friendly place right it's not it's absolutely not and <laughs> no, i'm just coming from you know they've had to put signs up everywhere that say cosplay, cosplay is not, is not consent. consent right right because and, that, and, and when up for a reason and I, when i was coming into toronto comic-con this year i felt like that was the first time i saw uh, like right at the bottom of the escalator as soon as you get in yeah. uh Cosplay is not consent in giant letters. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous like, that they have to even post that. Like, just why well, are you thinking that it's an invite to touch people? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I just, and, like, um, even at Comic-Con, I did Black Cat, which is a very revealing right. outfit. And there was this guy who stopped me, and he's like, can I film something with you? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, we're going to play the mime game. And he's like, uh, left hand out, right hand out, punch, punch, now jump. Like he wanted me to jump, the F. and I, I caught, I caught it, and I looked at him. I'm like, "Are you like fucking kidding me?" And I walked away, and I'm like, "You're disgusting." But he actually came up to me at the end of the con. And he's like, "I'm so sorry. Like, I really didn't mean to like be nasty. Like, it's just like something that like Deadpool cosplayers do to Black Cat cosplayers because it's like in the character." But I looked at him. I'm like, "If you had just told me what your plan was, like, I would have been down." But it's uh-huh. just like don't expect me just to be okay with it. You know, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Communication is like the most important thing. Because exactly. a lot of the times it's not bad intentions. It's just you you always take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. So um it sounds like you you almost need bodyguards when you go to these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you do you feel that way sometimes? Packs. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, like again, you don't think of the con as as an unsafe place, so um, I, it's good to get that message out. It's good to make people aware, you know. Like, um, it's ridiculous that we even have to say that, though. Like, I know, right? And like, be, because you know what, on, on, like you guys are all adults, right? And and you guys all have each other's backs. But there are going to be kids who are coming yeah. to these dressed up in costumes, right? And some of them are going to have fantastic costumes, and they're and they might look like they're serious, like full time cosplayers, like you guys, right? And they might get they might get that same treatment from some creep who doesn't know oh. the different who doesn't know the difference between an adult cosplayer and a kid cosplayer. Right? Oh, and it happens. Yeah. So the thing oh, is, they also will try and single that out as well. Like when I cosplay Aria, I cosplay mainly the little child Aria, and I don't look that old. Like I can easily yeah. pass for. 16 maybe 17 even though i'm in my 20s my worst experience was literally online i was asked um to do a porno as oh, Aria. Oh, no. what? oh yeah 
Well, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. How much? How much money was on the table? <laughs> quite a bit of money on the table. Let's be real here. It was quite a bit of money, but it was a thing that like I literally was like shutting them down, shutting them down, and then they started like becoming a lot more aggressive and starting to threaten me, and then it got to the point where I had to block them and like not yeah. dox them, but like put them out there, and be like, you cannot like go and block this person because they're going to be doing this because well, like you don't know my age. In the sense, same sense, yeah. a lot of anime cosplayers and people who cosplay in the anime community also look really young, and most yeah. of them are very young, and they are sexualized to the T, and it's so yeah. sad to me, because, like, you just want to enjoy your con. You're just trying to enjoy your yeah. character, just trying yeah. to live your life, and well, yeah. like, men are going to do that. Like, Lolita culture, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people put money, like, into that, you know, yeah. just with, like, yep. the meaning behind it like i don't understand uh, maybe it's just lolicon or do you mean lolita because lolita is like beautiful doll dresses lolicon is different isn't i think she's talking about the the, the pervy version of it yeah that's lolicon that's different lovely people lolita existed with a with a you know with the i don't remember the book i was very in high school when i read it lolita lolita the book yeah that's a famous book yeah yeah, that has to do with the, with an adult male and a young yeah. girl yeah. having a relationship, and yeah. that's where Lolita as a concept I think comes from. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's changed nowadays. Now Lolita is mainly like doll fashion and like going with more like this like old Japanese mm-hmm. style, and it's it's become a co- it's, it's become great. a cosplay like like subsect kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it's right. very it's very different than yeah, Lolicon is what you're thinking of. That's there are, the main there are, one. I, I think there are different usages for the term Lolita. I think there's a cosplay term usage which you're describing, which is the which is proper for you. But then there's also like when we describe like pervs who are into like like younger girls, like yeah, like older Lolita's. men, older men yeah, who are yeah. into young girls. Those are yeah, guys who like Lolitas. But um, the whole thing, like I, I got, when I was mentioning earlier, like um, I'm I'm thinking about like that like ten year old little girl who we saw dressed as Harley Quinn. Who was like all excited, all excited to see Sarah's friend in her in her Harley Quinn cosplay? I actually, for a moment there, was thinking to myself, if I had a daughter, I don't know, I, I, I because. Because I, as an adult, am aware of the seedy underbelly of the comic con of the Comic Con culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, like I haven't had many experiences myself, but I remember like a couple of years ago, I was just hanging out um, at uh, Fan Expo, and I took a seat because I was tired. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm overweight and I get tired really easily, so I'm I'm hanging out just sitting, and a, a girl sat down to me, sat down next to me, and started a conversation with me. And uh, next thing I know, she was inviting me to her hotel to like share her morphine pills that oh she just God. got prescribed. Oh my God. And and I was like, okay, people people actually come here looking for sex, um, and like like every like everything, right? Like this is not just a place where we celebrate the childish and and where children come to like you know um have fun this is the place where adults come to do adult stuff right so yeah. uh, it's fascinating to me like i, I want to have a, a a segment on the show uh, about this specifically i want to call it uh comic-con hall of shame where i just have people, <laughs> where i just have people come on and tell their shameful comic-con stories uh, oh my god like, like please we, do we, it right um uh, and I think this was the first. This this was the first installment of that right now tonight. There you go. But but we got to move on to Game of Thrones. Oh yes. 
Uh, <laughs> Game, of, Game of Thrones season eight. Let's, I want to start us off with some news that we got pretty recently. Uh, we we had the um, the run times of yeah. every episode revealed for Game of Thrones season eight, and, and I wasn't surprised by this at all. But a lot of people were upset by this, and and that I wasn't surprised by because last year, <laughs> last year when HBO came out and announced that. These this season was going to be feature length episodes. Um, I heard everybody going around saying, "Oh, they're going to be two hours each week. It's going to yeah. be a movie each week." And I was like, "I don't think you understand what they mean when they say feature length." So, so, so it was a it was a leak supposedly, but in my opinion, it was an intentional leak because they wanted to like let people know ahead of time so that they weren't mad when when the episodes aired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they found out. But what we have here for the runtimes is uh, there's six episodes. First of all, it's a short season. We all know that. Um, episode one and two are going to be just under 60 minutes. And um, the rest of the four episodes are going to be around 80 minutes in length each. So right. an, hour, an hour and 20 minutes, which is a great length. You know, that was uh, the finale of uh, of season seven. It was that long. And, and um, I'm happy with it. Uh, how do you guys all feel about that? Ugh. I forget about that. Like I, I mean, like I, I would have <laughs> enjoyed to have more, like longer episodes. If we're not going to have as many episodes, but I'm also exactly. going to take what I can get because I'm like an addict to this. Ha. It's like my my crack. Mm-hmm. Were, were any I of think, you expecting it to be longer? Yes, I think I'm yeah, just worried because they have so much to wrap up, so mm-hmm. much, and it's like I don't want it to be another lost. Sorry to any Lost fans, but that last episode, pure garbage. You weren't a fan of the ending of Lost? How is that possible? Are you kidding? Who was? Who (laughs) died? Worst ending ever. I joke, of course. My goodness. Well, I haven't had lots of friends with people about the end of How I Met Your Mother, so I don't know. I don't trust humans anymore. They're all dumb, but... I'm like, I don't want it to be another Lost where they've like given us so many plot lines and so many characters and so many, you know, all this foreshadowing and whatever. And then it turns out that nothing meant anything and it was all just pointless, you know? So I'm just kind of worried that because it's so little episodes and the episodes are so short, they won't have the time to wrap up. All of the stuff they've given all of the storylines, you know. So you think there's going to be a ton of threads that are that are just left dangling without? Well, being I'm hoping sewn up. there won't be, but yeah. but who knows, right? And they've gone so obviously had to go so far off of what George R. R. Martin was planning and going to do because they had to because he hasn't written anything in forever. Mm. But I just feel like they started off with more of what he was doing and now they're kind of going off on their own. So who knows if they're going to even care about stuff that they planted episodes ago, seasons ago, whatever, you know what I mean? There's no time for that. There's yeah, absolutely there's no, just time, no for time. time. Exactly. Like so many things. It seems like there's very little the houses time. Of the, the, the faces and all this stuff and the Lord of light and all these different things. And I'm like, what does the Lord of light have to do with anything? If we only get six episodes and they're going to be focusing on the white walkers and the, and the battle, you know, like, I just feel like so much. I'm still waiting to know more about that. um, High priestess who came to uh, Essos to talk to Daenerys. Yes. Like, who is she? Oh my God. And who's the chick, um, who's the girl from Karth with, like, the whole face mask over? Yes! She was like, so rad the guy's back. Like, who is she? 
I yeah. need to know these things. This is my point. I think we're going to wa- rewatch the show <laughs> from the beginning and see all of this random stuff. And they're not going to even, they're going to be like, they won't remember that. And like, you know what? Uh, they uh, remember everything. Both of those, both of those characters that Sarah just mentioned, um, the red priestess Kinvara, um, I believe she's going to play a role. I, I, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I think at least in the books, we're going to see um, the, the red uh, religion. They have their own army uh, that we haven't oh, seen yet. Um, so, uh, my hope is that Kinvara is going to show up during season eight with with their soldiers, with the red, Ooh. the red, the red god soldiers. Not sure, but that's my the- that's my that's my uh, theory anyway. Um, the other character uh, Sarah mentioned was Quaith, the character with the mask. Yes. Um, and I I don't I don't think we're going to get any more of her on the show. I, I think she's a she's a deep dive from the book, and yeah. there's, and there's a lot of theories about who she actually is. Um, and we probably don't have time to get into that because uh, <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> but that was um, just, that's my point is that they've given us so many things from the books, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't, and I think that they're going to be like, well, we can't, we don't have time to wrap those up. So you'll see what happens in the book, but then they should have just, you know, streamlined the TV show from the beginning and, yeah. you know, and not given us so much so mm-hmm. that, when it all wraps up, we're going to be like, okay, well, what the hell was all this other crap? And then I, I, know, I think you're right. You know? I think, I think there was a point at which they passed the books at, yeah. at which, at, at, and at that time they had to say, okay, now, um, <laughs> like what next? Right. Like, exactly. and, and they had, they, they had to decide, okay, we're going to choose these characters to be the ones who we see through, who we see their stories through the end. And we're going to have to drop a bunch of threads. And I think you're yeah. right. I think, I think there probably are a lot of threads that were included in the TV show that were from the book that, once we got past like season four are just, are just going to go nowhere. Um, yeah. I fully expect that. I think you, we do have so little time, six episodes and, yeah, it, and, and from the previews that we've gotten so far, it looks like mm-hmm. the, the, the first three episodes are going to be lead up to the battle at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so the midpoint of our six episodes uh, season, we're only still, in the north with, with the dead, right? They haven't even started to come south of Winterfell yet. And like, you're uh, mm-hmm. I, like, it's, it's only speculation what's going to happen after that point, right? Like I, I, I'm assuming that we're going to end up with a final battle at King's Landing, that the dead are all going to march down there. And that's, we're going to have our final showdown, but we don't know that for sure. There are some people saying they don't think that's going to happen, that they think the night King's going to fly the ice dragon straight to King's Landing and let the dead attack Winterfell without him. Um, <laughs> no idea, but I'm actually, I'm actually pretty worried. I'm actually, we have about 440 minutes left of showtime. <laughs> Better stop it. <laughs> I also, I'm also surprised with how many episodes and the lengths of the episode. But what I continuously am getting more and more wary of is how much promo they've been talking about the lengths and the intensities of some of the battles. So with those, what was it, 440 minutes? Yeah. Um, what's going to be frustrating for me is how many of those minutes are going to be spent on fight scenes. Which, don't get me wrong, they're going to be glorious. But right. like when there's so much story to still wrap up, it seems a disservice to just be like, let's give them lots of fighting. And maybe this is, you know, what you get for inviting four girls onto your podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm excited for the fights. I think they're going to be great. <laughs> if someone's head is getting um, lobbed off, I'm leaving but, the show. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what would you prefer? Like, uh, are you hoping maybe for like an episode of like Ed Sheeran, like oh, trying, yes, like courting her? I really enjoy the politics of the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As opposed so to, I, no, I, I, I see what you're saying, I, and it's and we have heard already that season, that episode three is going to be just one battle from start to finish, eighty minutes of the most epic uh, battle ever oh, filmed yeah. in Game of yeah. Thrones. Um, and they which, spent so much time in the early seasons with just gratuitous sex and nudity that it's almost yeah. like, well, what a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, so many minutes in this show wasted on you know sex and nudity that you could have spent towards epic storytelling. True, just but, one but, but that was all film. from the book, of course. Um, but I, I also wanted to say, like, we have had episodes before that were just one long battle. I'm thinking of. Um, I'm thinking of the Battle of the Bastards episodes, and and that that was billed as one long battle from start to finish. But it, but there was a lot of strategy, politics, and and character storyline happening. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of storytelling that happens within that battle at the same time, right? So, I when they say it's one long battle, I don't see it that way. Like I don't I don't feel like it's just going to be swords clinging and and people stabbing each other. I feel like it's going to like there's going to be a story being told the entire time. Um, we can hope. <laughs> Yeah. I just think they don't have time to kill off all the people they want, so they're like, yeah, let's do a big battle, kill them all. <laughs> well, that that's the thing is we're gonna we're gonna see our favorite characters killed off in rapid succession, and it's gonna exactly. be it's gonna be like gut wrenching the entire time, right? Yeah. Rogue one all over again. Um, and so so let me ask you now. Um, I, I guess everyone except for Leah, because Marjorie's already gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can, Leah, pick another favorite character that you want to talk about. But I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll ask Sarah first. Um, what are your hopes for Sansa in season eight? I honest, I honestly don't think that she's gonna live. I really don't because, hmm? Wait, like, really? I mean, yeah, I think I she's really, gonna be the only one to live. <laughs> I don't think so. I just like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how she's gonna save herself if like John can't save himself. I actually agree Arya, with you. you know, and it's but, just, but I did hear she is. What? Really said about to Sansa the foreshadowing the first season. He was like, oh, "Sansa, you're going to be the one to survive us all." That's fair, but I also heard that she's getting armor in this season, which I'm very excited oh, about. She... But um, I that like, would be sweet. Maybe she's smart enough to know when to like get the hell out of Dodge. But it's just like I don't. I really, I really don't think a lot of people are going to survive. I, I just, I don't. I don't know. I'm so at a loss. Like I just, I have no idea. What do you hope? Do you have any? Do you have any hopes? Like, 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 what would? Do you have an idea of what would be the happiest possible ending for Sansa? Um, I feel like if her family dies, then she's probably not going to want to survive. You know, it's just like at that point, I'd rather her just die if her family is dead. Like, like everyone, like everyone, or somebody specifically. Just like her, like the Starks. Like I just feel like if they're just gone, then John. it's just like what's what's She's the not point? Care Arya die? Oh yes, yeah, she will. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I mean, I hope they survive. Like I really do. But like I just I don't see it happening because the army of the dead is so like is un un unrelenting, an unrelenting yeah. force. I just feel like it's going to be so hard to defeat them that I just don't see a way out, but maybe I'm not creative enough. I don't know. <laughs> well, Sarah, I absolutely agree with you. And do you want to hear my prediction for Sansa now? Yes. Since we're talking yes, about this. I do. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Now <laughs> I have a wild fan theory 
for Sansa. That is just my personal fan theory. I haven't heard anyone else say this. There's no evidence to suggest that this is going to happen. I I honestly can't tell you why I believe this in my heart is going to happen. (laughs) But I, I absolutely believe this in my heart is going to happen. I believe that during episode three, during the Battle of Winterfell, probably near the end of the battle, Sansa will be taken by the Night King exactly the way Viserion was. And Sansa, for the rest of the season, will be the White Walker Night Queen. Oh! Oh, I'll die! (laughs) The proper queen of the North. um, The fact that you... The fact that you sorry. just mentioned that the, sorry, the fact that you just mentioned that she's going to have armor just c- convinced me even more because <laughs> because because now now picture White Walker Sansa in just a dress. It's not as like, but with armor on White Walker Sansa. Oh my god, how cool! How cool! I was watching a trailer breakdown by a YouTuber that I really like, and but I can't remember his name for the life of me. I just subscribed to him, and he was talking about the scene where Arya looks so genuinely afraid and she is uh-huh. running uh-huh. and she has she has dragon glass in her hand and a valerian uh-huh. um cat's uh-huh. paw and you can see if you if you stop it there's a shadow behind her chasing her uh-huh. and it looks like she's in winterfell so i'm uh-huh. all, and he was saying what is arya so afraid of because she is an assassin she is ready to take on the dead yep. but they were saying I don't. I think she would be horrified if she had to go up against a family member. Oh, what if it's Rickon? Though I'm, I'm literally getting like chills all over my body, yeah. like <laughs> like uncomfortable. You know, it's um, but they were, You're right. Go ahead. They were bringing in the fact that like um, maybe it's Catelyn, uh, maybe it's it's Ned, maybe it's Lyanna, because they're all buried in the crypts. You have their bones at this point. Bones can't become white. But, uh, that's that's fair, but I mean, like, I haven't seen them try. But like, I just like, I really feel like she's like, there's, I, I feel like it's probably a family member. I really do. Or someone she knows. Okay, yeah. I want I want to talk about that because the you're you're talking about the scene from the trailer and the trailer I think this is important. I think this is really important what you just touched on from the trailer because the way that the trailer is edited, you see a scene from Arya earlier in this in this in the season obviously where she's saying uh death has many faces. I've seen many faces. I look forward to seeing this one, right? And then they cut to Arya scared and running, right? Mm-hmm. So, um you, they're obviously trying to tell you like Arya is about to have her expectations blown away or like something like terrible is also it looks like from 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 all the the footage in the trailer it looks like this is actually a scene from after the main the main battle at Winterfell because she's yeah. covered she's covered in mud and the battle is very muddy everybody in the battle scenes are all getting covered in mud and and, and she's inside Winterfell the battle would have mostly taken place outside of Winterfell and it's daylight outside. There's daylight coming. So it looks like it's the day after. So like my guess for that scene, and I have no idea, but my guess for that scene is she had to go back to Winterfell after the battle to get something that she left behind. And she went in there and she found a bunch of dead people rise, risen, like yeah. a bunch of people, a bunch of people she knew, also, um, a bunch of people they, who she we, knew they, like, undead. the audio on that and you can hear the same screeching that, you heard when uh, Sam and Gilly were 
in that cabin when the White Walker came for Little right. Sam. Right. Oh, I hate so, it. God, I, I hate it. Is she, okay, I know. So no. is she being chased by a White Walker? But more importantly, is she being chased by a White Walker who is somebody she knows? I honestly think it's somebody she knows because if it was a White Walker, she has two weapons on her body that she can just obliterate them with. Right, right. So why, so why wouldn't she fight them? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got chills too. I, I can't <laughs> wait to <laughs> well, That's my prediction, I guess, and I really okay. like your prediction. Okay, so you think Sansa's going to die, so I'm putting you in the Deadpool as Sarah <laughs> thinks Sansa's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now I got that marked out. So anything else before I move on? Uh, is there anything else you want to say about Sansa in Season 8? I really hope to God, like her and Daenerys don't have like a like I really hope they're friends and I know that's probably a long shot but I just feel like this show has had so many like females attacking each other all the time that it would be so nice to have like just like a a good friendship I mean other than Sansa and Marjorie like that was like the best friendship ever in my opinion but whatever um but I just pals (laughs) pals. but I really just I really hope that they're just on the same side and there's no rivalry. Like, I don't think I can take it. I would agree with that. love me. I do. I, would agree with that. I, I, I do. Think, <laughs> I think inevitably at first there's going to be tension, but I, I'm on your side. In, um, I hope that they have an experience together that makes them overcome their differences and bond and, yeah. and have that, that great. Um, there should be more, more women supporting each other rather than women trying to kill each other on the show. Like medieval times. Like yeah. I know there's like dragons and like magic and whatever, but it seems based off medieval. Like, yeah. I mean, like there was a lot of rivalry between women on who was like the, like the best, who had the best clothes, like the best like figure, like who could attract like the better husband. You know what I mean? The better sure. husband. Yeah. Yeah. It's just real. And, and who will sit the iron throne. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, thank you, Sarah. Um, Steph. Uh, yeah. Uh, thoughts on Arya for season eight? Oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's dead. Dead. No, really? she's too cocky. She's way too cocky to live through this. You think so? <laughs> oh, hundred percent. No, she's gonna be like a backflip off a walker. Be like, motherfuckers, watch this, and like get her head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really cool scene of her water dancing though with her spear. Did you see that? That was really cool. That was really Avatar? happy. She is Katara. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, oh, I thought that's really cool, but no, she's definitely dead, a hundred percent. Okay. Like, do, do you have any thoughts on who she might uh, die fighting or who she might kill before she dies? Honestly, I'm not sure in that sort of sense. Only because like this show could go so many different ways. I don't think she's going to die with the trailer season little scene there because no. they wouldn't do that. Right? Like, that's stupid. Right. But <laughs> she's definitely going to die. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be mm-hmm. bloody, and it's not going to be cute. And I'm hoping that it's not going to be cute because, like, <laughs> if you guys do something stupid, I'm going to be so upset. Like, I don't know if anybody here watched The 100. Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, so when Lexa died, it was mm-hmm. so pointless and stupid, and it made me so angry. And if Arya dies like that, I'm sorry, okay. but I'm riding well, in the street. <laughs> well, I think I think we can rest assured that the writing on Game of Thrones is slightly better than the writing on The 100. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. <laughs> just, by a, just by a hair. Just by a touch. Uh, um, okay, but, but, okay, but, but if Arya could have a happy ending, um, what, what would be, in your mind, like the happiest possible ending for Arya? 
I wanted to say West of Westeros and I wanted to go with Gendry and just, you know, live her best little little baby assassin life. Maybe go to like therapy, get some mental health, like help. <laughs> so you'd you'd rather you'd rather Gendry or Gendry uh accompanies her to find out what's West of Westeros rather than the possibility of Gendry like taking over Storm's End and becoming a lord and then let them marrying and starting a family. Yeah, because she's not like I don't know. Even like in the trailer, it looks like she's talking to him about the, with uh, with the dragon glass and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to have a romance at this point. I think it's too far gone. She's seen too much. She's done too much. Right. She's not in the mood for marriage and children and having mm. babies and being a little lady. You know, okay. <laughs> that's possible. That's possible. I'm sure you have a bit more insight into Arya than I do. Uh, just one second. Hold on, uh, Kev. Yeah, man. Still there, man? I'm still here. <laughs> I'm I'm just soaking this all in. <laughs> Um, like I said, I, 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 I haven't been putting in my two cents cause I don't watch the show. So okay. I just um, want to check in with you. I just yeah. want to check in. No, no, I'm alive. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to okay. you guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's just hearing. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So Steph, I, you know what? I don't know if I agree with you, but Aria, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually 50, 50 myself on whether Arya is going to live or die. And I, I, at first I did really believe that Arya was going to be the one to survive maybe the only maybe the only stark to survive um but the 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 first promotional teaser trailer that they put out for season eight this year where it was just um sansa john and aria in the crypts that was uh, rude man remember that that teaser trailer kind of has me thinking that none of them are going to survive i i felt like the point of that was telling us uh, these three are going to die this season, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, I'll be so but what if they're doing that preemptively? What if they're making their crypts to be like, okay, well, if we die, we still want to have a memory of like who we were. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's what I think it is. I think it's, it's some kind of just, yeah, like some li- little little sentimental foreshadowing of, um, uh, yeah, this represents death. This is death for us. This season is death for us. It felt like. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I really, I'm not sure about Arya. Everyone else, I'm pretty sure on, but Arya, I'm not because because that that whole, wild card. that that whole line about yeah. that whole line about her sailing west, uh, seeing what's west of Westeros. It really made me believe that that the book is going to end with that happening. With well, with that Arya. wasn't even in the book though. That was in with D and D wrote that. Like so, that means even more. Really? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, because that was in season six, wasn't it? Series six had that, which was past the book, because Arya at that point she was running from the wave. She was doing all this stuff, which was not in the books at all. Interesting. Okay. So that well. was, you know, that was maybe foreshadowing from these creators. Maybe not. I mean, best case scenario, she's okay. I'm not getting my hopes up because if I do, then I'll cry even more, and I can't uh, afford that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know if Arya is going to live or die. We're not sure. Uh, we'll see. Um, but we're hoping for some great scenes. Arya's had some of the best scenes in the series so far. For me, like just uh, some of her revenge scenes. Yes. Some of, some of her oh, murders. Maren Trans' some, death was the best yeah. thing. Oh, Maren's God. Trans, oh. Trans was the most brutal, violent murder ever filmed on television, in my opinion. And it was so satisfying and so glorious and so if beautiful. I sat there eating my spaghetti, like enjoying myself as I watched it, and then Shireen died. <laughs> 
and I cried. And I'm like, mm. what's wrong with me? Why am I, why am I so upset <laughs> well, about Shereen this? Well, was not? so pure, and Mirren Trent was, was a nasty child molester, so... This is true. <laughs> Yeah. Back to my spaghetti I go, I guess. He got exactly what he was what he asked for. Anyway, um, thank you very much, Steph. Uh yeah, let's no let's let's move on to Daenerys and Tess. Tess. Woo. Daenerys, of course, um, a very important character. Uh the whole thing uh seems like it has pivoted on her this the entire the entire series. Mm. And 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 here we are at the end game, a moment of truth. And um honestly, I'll tell you right off the bat, I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't know if she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna survive this season. I don't. Um, but, but what do you think? How do you feel about it? Uh, absolutely not. She's definitely not gonna survive. Uh, I think we all know that by now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think the question. Well, I think is- I think I think book fans probably. But are you a book fan? Is that why you, you're saying that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I think fans of the TV show only who don't know, um, like all of the the legends of how the Long Night was defeated in the past. Um, <laughs> Might not be so sure that she's going to die, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think it's mostly because they set a precedent, uh, even if you don't read the books. Um, mm-hmm. They set a precedent with Rob Stark, right? Like, right. anyone can go, and usually it's the one, you know, that is being highlighted the most. Oh, okay, right? wait a minute. Okay, hold on. So, so if I'm correct, then you think they're pulling a very long Ned Stark on yes, us with exactly. dinner. Okay. Exactly okay. That is definitely plausible. Okay. So like they've planted this seed in people's brains from Ned Stark and Rob Stark, you know, true, it's like true, true. The, the one that you least expect is probably the one that they're going to go for. And <laughs> the one that might hurt you the most, you know? Yeah. And I just don't see them doing that to John because they hate women. So, <laughs> so I just see it happening to Danny and, the only thing I can like freaking pray for and will probably like stop watching the show altogether, even though there's only like, going to be like two episodes left or whatever, is if they make her die in childbirth, I swear to God, I will burn them all. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. such a, like, uh, everybody thinks that that's going to happen, that she's going to die in childbirth. And what I a freaking crappy don't. ending for such a badass character. Yeah. I would, I would I, lose my mind. <laughs> I am with you on that. I, uh, if if Daenerys dies in childbirth, I will be super disappointed yeah. in in the rest. Will be definitely. Um, like after all she's done, you know, and all the stuff that she's overcome, com- going from literally like being sold by her brother and owned by nothing but men, and being raped and being whatever, you know, and like working her way up from nothing to become like what she is now yeah. to, to die in such a, like, I don't want to say unheroic because of course having a child is very heroic, Yeah, but you know, not getting that big ending that she deserves no. would yeah. be such a disservice <laughs> to the character and to Amelia Clark, you know, who's worked her yeah. butt off. So okay. like, yeah, yeah, she deserves um, more, man. I agree. I agree. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be the way she dies. I, 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 I do think she's going to die. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of that at this point. Uh, yeah, um, but I don't think she's going to die in childbirth. I think she's going to die heroically. I think she's going to sacrifice herself. And I don't know if you, if you know what I was referring to earlier when I was referring to the book, the book lore uh, that makes me think she's going to die. It's because um, in the in the in the ancient tales of when the first when the last long night was was um defeated uh 
they had to forge Lightbringer. And in order for Lightbringer to be forged, um, it had to be driven through the heart mm-hmm. of, of the Chosen One's uh, wife, the woman yeah. he loved, in order for the sword to be forged. And I have always believed that that prophecy connected with Daenerys's superpower, her resistance mm-hmm. to he- her resistance to heat. Yeah. Uh, is, is an indication that that is going to be her ending that, that the only reason, the only way Lightbringer can be forged is um, it, you, it has to be cooled uh, very slowly. And that's why it, it, it has to be, uh, the legends said it had to be put through a human body because when they tried to cool it with water, it broke. And when they tried to cool it with some, with a, they put it through a lion's heart, it broke. And then the only way it, it, it wouldn't break is if they used, um, if he used his wife to plunge it through her, her heart to forge the sword. So yeah. it, if this prophecy is used in the show, and I don't know that it will be, I don't think it's ever been mentioned on the show, but I expect yeah, it to I be her, so I expect this to be her ending in the book. Uh, in the book, I expect her ending to be she sacrifices herself to forge Lightbringer so yeah. that um, uh, the, the light so that the night night king can be defeated with Lightbringer. Um, I don't know that's like I said. I don't know. I don't know that's going to happen on the show because that that theory hasn't been mentioned on the show. But I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like there will be some kind of equivalent self sacrifice, some heroic death, yeah, um, where she where she realizes that the throne isn't important to her. The throne isn't what matters to her. Um, but just defeating the evil is, yeah. is what matters to her. Right. Um, so that's, that's my idea. But again, I, I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I, but I totally agree with you. Death in childbirth would be such a disservice. It would be, uh, you know, it would be terrible. It would be yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I go out a hero. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if they turned it around on us and killed John instead, but you know, uh, <laughs> well, I don't have anybody who cosplays John here, but I uh, like, I'm sure he's not going to survive either. Like, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure they're both going to die. I, I think if there's even an Iron Throne left at the end of the show, um, I'm hoping there isn't. That's my hope. Yeah, like my mm-hmm. that's my hope too. My hope is that they decide to just completely change the way that Westeros is governed. Yeah, and um, King's Landing be destroyed, the Iron Throne be destroyed, and and going forward, uh, uh, it just won't be a thing anymore. But I don't yeah. know that I don't know that ninety nine percent of the TV audience would be happy with that as an ending, right? Like. Like a lot of people are going to say, "Wait a minute! This whole show was about who's going to get that throne, and then it ends mm-hmm. with nobody getting the throne." Well, like it's just that- like the first season; everybody thought it was going to surround Ned Stark, and look how that worked out. Yeah, that, exactly. That's another good point. It could be well, another like- long Ned Stark play, right? Yeah. The throne, <laughs> the throne, the throne could be Ned Stark in this situation. <laughs> right? That's true. The well, thing about a series like this, like- sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing about a series like this is that no matter how it ends, there's going to be an uproar. So yeah. Yeah, no matter true. who they put on that Iron Throne at the end, yeah. someone's going to be unhappy about it. Exactly. So maybe the only way to just to, to please everybody is by just disappointing everybody and have the White Walkers <laughs> just, you know, rule the continent by the end. Kill them all! I would actually be very entertained if that's how it ended. Like, they just took over the world. Oh my god. That's what, that's what I kind of think. I think it's like literally gonna end with just ice 
that we started in the summer with the fire and we're ending with yeah. the ice. Yeah. And just it would be epic. Um, the final shot is just the Night King slowly walking up the dais and then sitting on the Iron Throne. Then it just goes black. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm down for that. I um, I just like I really don't see a way that they're gonna defeat the dead. Like, how do you how do you kill the dead? Like, I get they have dragon glass and stuff, but it's just yeah. like, and I, I, I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. Uh, it's a, it's another it's another book thing though. Like, um, I'm ready. Like, like in in the books when again when they talk about the previous long nights when this happened before in history in the history of Westeros, um, that it it possibly ended with a pact, an agreement between mm. the li- between the living and the dead and oh. and and some people theorize that the whole reason the dead are attacking in the first place is because somehow we broke the previous pact meaning probably the whole situation with craster sacrificing his children mm. uh, uh to to the to the to the dead um a, a lot of people think that the original pact for the that ended the original long night involved Children being sacrificed to the White Walkers so that mm-hmm. they could they they could keep their numbers replenished, and that like a, and, that, a, a and theory- that the wall the wall maybe was actually built by them too, like part of the deal that they made. This this wall is to protect us from you as much as it's to protect you from us. Yeah, hmm. some some people think that the reason the Walkers are even trying to get past the wall is because Sam and Gilly took their yes. last sacrifice. Yes. Mm-hmm away from mm-hmm. him yes so people that's... think that they're just like trying to get him because they need like... be, because basically they need a new night king so um and the way they replenish their their numbers is by is by um, these children being sacrificed to them and a lot of people say that these children that craster is actually has stark blood that you have to have stark blood or or the blood of the first men in order to be able to become a white walker so that the um like the whole deal with there has to be a Stark in Winterfell is also part of the original agreement with the White Walkers, um, huh. and um, a lot of and there's legends of um, an ancient Stark marrying a White Walker and having children. So there, there's 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 legends that say that the Starks have White Walker blood in them, the same way the Targaryens have dragon blood in them. Ooh. Um, so there. So for that reason. Jon Snow or somebody else with Stark blood, maybe the only one who can become the new Night King and lead the White Walkers back north at the end of this, at the end of the, the whole thing. So that that's my personal theory for what's going to happen with Jon Snow. Jon Snow is going to end the show as the new Night King and and lead his new people, the, the, the dead back north. And then Um, they'll just all have like a, like a good good relationship, right? <laughs> and then, right, but, but 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 it makes it makes sense. And and like if you look at my my Sansa theory, uh, my backup for that is um, look at her recurring themes from her character. She was almost forced to marry. Oh, first of all, in the first episode, I think she said a line that that was never really uh, played through to me, which was she said she wanted to go to King's Landing uh, and marry Joffrey, and she said. It's the only thing I've ever wanted. Remember that line? <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
she wants to be queen badly more than anything, right? Then she's almost forced to marry Joffrey, who is hugely abusive to her, right? Then she's forced to then she's forced to marry Tyrion, who she doesn't want to marry, even though we think he's a nice guy. She thinks that's a horrifying horrifying situation for her, right? Then she's forced to marry Ramsay Bolton in the show. Not mm-hmm. in the book, but in the show. But she has this repeating theme of forced marriage, and her lifelong wish is to be queen. So that's why I believe in my theory that she ends this being forced to become the Night's Queen. Um, the same thing with John. He has this repeating theme of ending conflict by making deals rather than rather than fighting, right? Like what he mm-hmm. did with the, with the wildlings, right? Mm-hmm. He made peace with them. He brought them south of the wall. So if you're following Martin's kind of um, bread trail of breadcrumbs he's leading out character-wise... I think it makes total sense that John ends this war by making a deal with with the White Walkers. Oh, interesting. And I would and be down for that actually. It's an interesting. <laughs> it's a theory I haven't heard yet, and I've heard a yeah. lot. Of theories. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think it's a common one out there. If you if you watch a lot of YouTubers, anyway, like I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I think I hope that. Um, John and Daenerys will have a baby, and that baby will end up growing up to be the new ruler or whatever, right? You could you could end you could end it with a scene of Tyrion sitting on the Iron Throne, holding John and Danny's baby, Aww. right? Like, and he's like the hand of the king, and the baby is the king, right? Um, and 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 you could have a, a long fade out crane shot. Uh, of that, of Tyrion holding the baby on the Iron Throne, and of course the 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 throne room is destroyed from the battle, but but as you're pulling out, Tyrion's saying to the baby, you know, um, let me tell you a story about your great uncle. Don't, Stark. don't you dare go there. Don't you dare. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? But, like they said it was gonna end super bittersweetly. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like if it ends like that's pretty bittersweet. Isn't in it? my opinion, that is very very sweet. I mean, you, yeah, I haven't heard that one. I now you've all heard Gendry my and Sansa together. <laughs> Gendry and Sansa. Everyone oh, keeps saying heck? Gendry's gonna be the new king. Really? <laughs> and he's gonna marry well, Sansa. I've seen that, that one. Be the family's like, want. He's the worst king. He can't he even should, like, row a boat. He should at least get Storm <laughs> in. He should he should get his family um, house back though. He should get Storms. Yeah, he deserves something. That poor guy. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, you know who I was shipping. No, I've, I've, I've heard nobody else say this, but uh, I was personally shipping Sansa and Podrick uh, when oh. they had when they had when they had that scene where Brienne and Podrick came across Sansa and Theon in the woods, and that that beautiful scene where where Brienne <laughs> swears her sword uh, yeah. to, San- oh, yeah. to Sansa. That that scene made me cry, right? But um, when Sansa's trying to remember the words to say to Brienne. Uh, in response, and Podrick corrects her, and they kind of have they kind of have a moment where they meet eyes. I was like, "Oh, Podrick would be perfect for Sansa, don't you think?" True. That would be really nice. Like she needs. Apparently, to... he's really good in bed. So, like... if she was <laughs> Sansa deserves that. I know. Seems like she's only had bad experiences. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but we are going we're going a little long here so i should try to move us along here so um we've covered all of the care all of the cosplayers with living characters oh. <laughs> leah is there anybody you want to talk about since we um th- yeah there isn't really anybody that 
I kind of anything else that I kind of feel I need to add. Okay. Um, when I watched early seasons before I started cosplaying Marjorie, I always associated myself with this House of Stark. Right. Um, you know, it was my I loved winter, and it was always about the dogs and like the snow and this. So, like I I very much felt a kinship with the Starks. Okay. Um, when I started cosplaying as Marjorie. Um, you know, I sort of adopted the world of the House of Terrell, but for me, I'm still like. And now that Marjorie's gone, and now that the, the whole the whole House of Terrell is wiped out, um, I've very much gone back to sort of repping my OG house, I guess, of the Starks. Cool. Um, is there any like? Is there any like one major thing you're hoping is going to happen, or you're hoping is not going to happen? Um, I I'm hoping that Sansa survives. Um, because I think that from the get-go, she's proven to us over and over again that whatever crappy shit life throws at her, she's found a way to survive it and endure it and thrive mm-hmm. in it. Right. And I think that to turn around and to kill her at the end of the day would be a disservice to the kind of strength that she has shown throughout the franchise right. and the kind of inspiration that she can be to any young woman who doesn't quite see themselves in the life that they had planned for themselves to still right. be able to turn around and say, no, I can fight this. I can beat it. And Danny's Danny's the same way. It's mm-hmm. not just uh, Aria too. It's not just Sansa, yeah. but it's all the women, that. really all the women, all the women, <laughs> especially in the more recent series, since they kind of strayed from the books because, you know, yeah. you know, I feel you. Martin yeah. hates women. Um, <laughs> you think so? It's right. You know, Martin, Martin, doesn't. Martin claims he doesn't right? Like he claims he doesn't, but it's yeah. like, it's like the way he loves women in the way that like our two friends from Comic Con love women. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yes. so it's so it's it's I just it would just be a shame to have all these amazing strong women who have started from little to nothing and have worked their asses off to become the strong, fierce, dependable, capable, brilliant women that they are now, just turn around and kill them all off. As I- as a woman who sort of, you know, who has, has felt those feelings of like not of being trapped in your life and not knowing what was going to happen and where you're supposed to go and how do you get out of this tough position that you're in to be able to turn around and say, well, these fictional women who understandably are fictional, but have had it a shit ton worse than I have it. If they can do it, so can I. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I, I agree with you. I think that um, it would be great to see, to see Sansa, um, uh, succeed and 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 be victorious in this season and be and be a positive role model. Um, but there are a lot of female characters who could who could end up playing that role. So That's hopefully true. hopefully we will see some of that. I, anyway, I'm a, I was a natural redhead growing up, so I always felt a kinship to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, I also think enough. that like the, there will be no Iron Throne and okay, you know it's it's I I really also kind of see. Um, a recreation from the ground up of needing to like rebuild maybe and a democratic system like a senate or something <laughs> yeah. well you know i'm still i'm still hoping that sam turns around and says like you know what let's start this shit over i'm <laughs> telling you how to do this cuz right, i'm right. well read and learned cool. and i know shit because sam's awesome. the coolest yes sam, sam. Cool. i'm pretty sure he dies okay i know oh my gosh <sighs> Awesome. Okay. Well, it is getting late here, and I do have to let Kevin. I have to let Kevin go to bed soon, so I'm going to start off my final segment here. Um, I have a bunch of names here for my Game of Thrones Deadpool, and I'm just going to go through. I'm going to one at a time. I'm going to ask each one of you 
to go through this list and tell me who you think is going to live and who's going to die. I'm going to take down. I'm going to take down all of your answers. There's no betting, but at the end, <laughs> but but at the end of the series, I am going to go through this list and talk about who was right and who was wrong. Hopefully, have some of you back on and uh, compare notes, and uh, hopefully, somebody will come on during this season too and and help me review the episodes and uh, talk about what's happening while it's happening. So um, and can I get Kevin two I'm, cents I'm, on this yeah, one too? Oh, or I, was, what? I was just about to say. I was just about <laughs> to say, Kevin. You are not allowed to sit this one out. You absolutely have to give right. us whether you you have to guess because this is going to be good. This is going to be good because does the, does does the guy who knows nothing is he able to score as well as the as the the, the, the diehard fans by guessing who will live and who will die in season eight? Yeah. I like. So I'm just going to go through one at a time, Sarah. I'm going to go through to you first. I'm going to rapid fire you. Okay? okay. You already you already told me Sansa. You think she's going to die? So yeah. next, what about Arya? Uh, dead. Sarah died. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about Bran? Alive. You think Bran lives? Okay. Yep. Uh, what about John? Uh, alive. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So I'm just going to go with alive and be optimistic. It's okay. <laughs> Please feel free to disagree with me. Feel free. Okay. Uh, Daenerys. Dead. Okay. Sarah dead. Uh, Cersei. <laughs> dead. I think most people probably think that. Uh, Jamie Lannister. Dead. Okay. So <laughs> Tyrion Lannister. Alive. Ooh, okay. I agree with you there. Uh, Jorah Mormont. Alive. Okay. I don't actually know. I never gave that thought. Uh, uh, Gendry. Mm, alive. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sir Davos, the Onion Knight. Oh, I hope he's alive. Okay. I love him. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I hope so too, but we're predicting. We're not saying what we hope. I know. Okay. Uh, Brienne of Tarth. Dead. Ooh. I hope you're wrong about that. Me uh, too. Pa- okay. Hey, we're not hoping. This is our prediction. Podrick <laughs> <laughs> Payne. Uh, dead. Dead. You think uh, payback for uh, what Ilian did to Ned? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Family connection, not many people realize there. Grey Worm. Dead. Oh, I know. I hated saying it. I hated what, it. What about Miss Sandy then? I think she's dead too. Okay, Grey Worm and Miss Sandy. Tragic deaths. Sam? Alive. He needs to be alive for my own sanity, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, should I ask Gilly and Gilly's baby? I th- I feel like if Sam's alive, they're all alive. But okay. Yeah. Gilly alive. Yeah. Okay. And Gilly's baby alive. alive. Yeah. Okay. There's no way she's alive if that baby isn't. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's my list. Is there anybody who I should have put on that list who I've forgotten? Anybody? Um. No, I think you got well, it. Well, the hound. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. The hound. And the mountain. I mean, I, 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 su- I assume that one of them is going to die. I assume I the mountain is going to die. I don't know. Yeah. I both of them are dead. Okay. Sarah. I think they're going to kill each other. Sarah dead. Like, even the in the trailer. Like, character the other than Daenerys. So. <laughs> and even in the trailer, though, he's fighting in a place that's all caught on fire and he's terrified of it. So I yeah. really don't think he's going to be at his fighting wits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's gonna surprise us. I've seen a lot of people theorize that he's going to kill the mountain with fire. 
Yes. Oh. But we'll see. Okay. Any other names now that I should have on this list? Oh, uh, Theon. Okay, good point. Oh, good yeah. Point. Thank you. Yep. Theon. Good point. Theon, live or dead? Alive. Wait, oh. I remember a name that you forgot in the list. Okay. Ghost. <gasps> oh, ghost. You That's better right. be freaking alive. Unless they can't <laughs> afford a CGI again. <laughs> Uh, well, we, it is confirmed that Ghost will be in season eight. Thank God. Um, Can I just add in on Direwolves? I know we're running late. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, in the trailer, there's a scene of horses running, okay, but right. if you slow it down, you can see wisps of gray fur. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Nymeria's wolf pack is very yes. much so involved. Yay. That is, a, that is a theory that's been going around. Uh, hopefully we will see Limeria's wolf pack involved in the battle. That would be pretty great. To see actual wolves in battle, we really haven't seen much. Ghost has been a little bit of fights, but not much. They've just been dying. Definitely not enough dire wolves in this show. So, you, you, so, Sarah, you think Ghost is going to survive? Yes, 100%. Okay. okay. All right, I'm cutting the list off there because we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> it, also uh, reaches a, it also reaches a point where like, you have to start wondering, anybody else is like, this sounds cruel, but like, isn't important enough to die yeah. on screen? Yeah. Mm-mm. Even some of the people on that list, like, I feel like we're not going to know if if Sir Davos dies or if Jorah dies. They're just going to like not tell us because. Oh, I disagree. Like, or I they'll disagree. tell us. They'll tell us in passing. Oh yeah, they died in that battle. But like, uh, I don't think them, so. I don't think so. Gonna, maybe. I need to. Otherwise, I'll die myself. <laughs> I I'm a little like, dramatic today. I, I feel like each one of these deaths is going to be a dramatic moment, even the less important characters. I don't think they're going to waste any of it. I think they're going to put it all on the screen and make us suffer through each one of them. Oh, God, I hope so. Uh, we'll I want to <laughs> feel, feel things. Okay. <laughs> we don't invest seven seasons into a show in all these years and all this time and the, the uh, cosplaying look- and the fan theories and the books and the whatever to not feel things. Absolutely. And when you think about the emotional like hardship they've put us through already, like in season one and in, like in season three, like yep. you, you can't imagine that they're going to try to get through season eight without destroying us. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, back to our list, Steph, um, oh, let's start. From, I don't, let's start. She Steph, ran away. Steph from has the had, oh, Steph had to go. She Steph said in the chat. Go. Okay. Who's still here? <laughs> Me, Tess yeah, and Leah. Okay. Tess, Tess, you're up. Um, yeah. So back to my own, hold on. I'm almost hung up the call on you. <laughs> Tess, we don't care what you think. <laughs> I'm I'm messing around here with my Skype too much. Okay, Tess Sansa, alive. Alive. Arya, alive. Bran, alive. Jon Snow, dead. Daenerys, dead. This is so intense. <laughs> Cersei Lannister. Dead. <laughs> Jamie Lannister. Dead. Tyrion Lannister. Alive. He's alive. Jorah Mormont. Dead. I think he's going to die for Daenerys. Ooh. I can see that. Yup. Uh, Gendry. Alive. Uh, Sir Davos. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. 
Soon. Brienne of Tarth. Alive! I hope so. I feel everybody. Podrick. Uh, I, I'm going to say dead. Okay. He fucking dead. Grey Worm. Alive! Oh, really? Yes. Going against the grain. Miss Sandy, yes. I guess, you think is alive, alive! too? Alive! Hey. They must live. That's going to pay off big money if you turn out to be right on that because <laughs> the odds are against it. Don't uh, care. <laughs> Samuel Tarly. Alive. Okay. So Gilly, Gilly's baby. Yeah. Unless they give their baby to the Night King. but <laughs> They could. It could happen. Imagine. Oh, my God. They're like, we will leave you alone if you give us your baby. The, ha- the, baby. the hound? Uh, alive. Okay. So the mountain? Dead for sure. Okay. And Theon Greyjoy? Dead. I think he's going to die for his sister. Maybe. Finally. <laughs> and Ghost? Dead. Sorry. Sorry, Sarah. How fucking dare you? Um, and you know what? I lied. I'm adding one more to the list. Braun. Oh, alive. That little slimy fucker is going to get out there somehow. He's alive, for sure. He's living in his castle with his wife and all that. He finally (laughs) found a castle to live in. He's way too sneaky to not survive this shit. All right, then. (laughs) That's the list. You took some bold choices there, Tess. We'll see how it works out for you. Uh, So, uh, Leah, are you ready for your list? I'm ready. Here we go. Sansa. Alive. Okay. Arya. Dead. Okay. <laughs> Bran. Dead. Okay. That's interesting. You know he's got to be Bran the Builder. <laughs> I've had I've had two other reading through read throughs of the list to be able to like formulate my choices. Okay. So. Okay. Fair enough. I will I will not question you. I will not question you. Jon Snow. Dead. Okay. I agree. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Dead. Okay. I also agree. Hold on, sorry. I'm taking, taking me too long to type. I'm also here. a lot more pessimistic than my friends. <laughs> That's good. There Cersei was. Lannister. Dead. Okay. Jamie Lannister. Dead. Okay. Tyrion Lannister. I think he's gonna be de- he's gonna die. Okay. Oh, you're the and first. I know- and I know that, that. That, that that's an opinion that often that I'm that I go against the grain with, but I don't think he's going to make it. Okay, um, curious. Then I'll ask quickly: heroic death or tragic death? Heroic. Okay, fair enough. I would agree. If he dies, it will be heroically. Um, Jorah Mormont. Sorry, I'll mm-hmm. say it properly: Jorah Mormont. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What? Gendry Gendry Baratheon. Uh Gendry's gonna live. Okay. Sir Davos, the onion knight. I think he's gonna survive. All that talk about like Tyrion sitting on the iron throne with baby Daenerys and John. Yep. I think it's gonna be Davos. I think it, it might be, be Davos. Uh, I so, think you might be right. The show has spent a lot of time telling us how great Davos is with children. So, I think you might be right, and I have an even further Sir Davos theory. For oh, yeah? Book. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Yeah. 
Grey Worm dies, so Davos ends up with Miss Sandy. What? How dare you? He loves her. He's, he's, he loves light her. Light my hair on fire. <laughs> How fucking dare you? I feel like I need to do a serious rewatch before I, I can have a that opinion will never on that. happen. Or I'm you're right. That's a, okay. That's that's one of the theories that I'm not so sure about. Um, I'll be honest. It's oh, a very okay. out there theory. Okay, back to the list. Brienne. <laughs> Brienne of Tarth. Uh, alive. Uh, Podrick. He's die dead. <laughs> Gray worm. Dead breaks my heart, but dead. <laughs> so far, Tess, the only one who thinks he's gonna. He better. Uh, Miss Sandy. But I think I think Miss Sunday will live. I don't think she's gonna end up with Davos, but I think Ooh. she might. <laughs> Interesting. What if they end up like in the same just place together, though? Right? Hey, if they want to raise John and Danny's child together, it could I happen. Think that would be freaking what adorable, but not as a romantic couple. Okay. Okay. Samuel Tarly, live or die? Alive. He's too smart to die. And Gilly. Gilly and baby Sam will be alive as well. Okay. Fair enough. Um, next up is the hound. Dead. Okay, the mountain. Dead. Dead. Okay. Uh, Theon. I think Theon's gonna die. And I think he'll have, I think he's gonna have a heroic death as well. Yeah. He'll redeem himself by by saving his sister, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. I think his sister's gonna die too, even though she's on the list. I think she's I don't gonna know. Die. She hasn't died already, to be honest. Oh, I know. You just, <laughs> you just reminded me of something else about that trailer, though. Um, you know the shot where they go from the uh, the ship sailing, the Ironborn ship sailing, and then they cut to show you that it's the Golden Company on the ships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two separate scenes cut together. The mm-hmm. first shot, the first shot when they showed you the ship sailing, those were Theon sails. Oh, the second shot was of Euron's fleet. So they were they were playing a trick on you there, and we are going to see Theon with a fleet at some point. Good, I think he's deserved one. Okay, Theon. (laughs) Okay, so two more names. Uh, Ghost. See, like I, 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 I need it. I need to say that I think he's going to die, but like that one, like that one breaks my heart because I really want Ghost to live. But you think he's going to die? You know what? No. For this one, I'm going to be optimistic. Okay. I'm going to say Ghost survives. Okay, fair enough. You can't kill all the direwolves. Tess is the only <laughs> one killing Ghost so far. Sorry! I'm and not killing him! The writers are! Your final name... <laughs> thank you. Your final name, Leah, is Braun. So Braun of the Blackwater. Yeah, I agree with Sarah and Tess that he's going to survive. Because he's too, he's too wily to die. Okay, fair enough. That's your whole list. Kevin! <laughs> you, you had a little bit of insight into what the three of us have had to say That's so you're right. not coming in totally Every blind single one, all, right. Right. <laughs> all right hit me so off. kevin the yeah. first name on the list is sansa stark all right who's that she is the daughter <laughs> of Ned stark she is sarah's cosplay uh <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna say dead okay yeah <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Give me that uh, White Walker cosplay, baby. <laughs> next up, Sa- Sansa's younger sister, Arya Stark. 
Uh, I feel like she's going to live because I actually remember her from the first uh, season. And I feel like okay. she's going to live. That's a very good uh, logic you have there. Right. <laughs> um, uh, she was the, third, the one that uh, was pretending to be a boy, right? And she was like a soldier and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was the tom- the tomboy one. Yeah, yes. yeah, but she passed as a boy. Like I remember she was trying to join the army yeah. and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. See, I, right. got, I got a little bit of knowledge. Right. Right. <laughs> and now, and now, now she's a faceless assassin. Nice. <laughs> uh, so uh third name on the list is their brother bran stark um, you may remember from the, you may remember from the end of the first season was thrown out a window and paralyzed right by james minister that does really sound familiar. now now he's the three-eyed raven he's a very powerful magical character who can see the past and the future and who can control animals and do all kinds of stuff so he can see himself getting killed dead he could he could <laughs> You think he's going to die? Okay. Bran Stark dead. Uh, Jon Snow. Uh, he died once, right? So uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say he's going to live. Okay. Ooh. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons. Um, that's Khaleesi, no? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say dead. Dead. Fair enough. Uh, Cersei her Lannister. Dragons, her dragons are going to eat her. That would be a shocking ending. There you go. That's what Game of Thrones is all about, right? Shocking the audience. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Cersei Lannister. Uh, Sorry, I see. I have IMDb up here. Cersei Lannister is the main female Mm -hmm. villain. She's uh, kind of the queen in Westeros, kind of through the whole series, pretty much, even though her sons sit on the Iron Throne and her husband. Hold she on, was, rules, wasn't mostly. she wasn't she the uh the um mother of uh that little fucking shit what was yes. his name again yes yes okay i remember uh dead dead that little fucking shit. what was his name again joffrey joffrey that's the one yes but yeah. we do refer to him as little fucking shit so you're right there you go yeah. um okay so her brother jamie lannister also her lover yes dead they're gonna hey. die they're gonna die banging uh, <laughs> that would be something to see. Uh, their their brother, the imp Tyrion Lannister. We're gonna um, go out with a bang. Imp- Sorry, I had to say it. Yay! What's his name? Imp Tyrion. 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 The imp. Uh, you know what? I, I don't. I don't remember him, but I'm gonna say lifts. He's the short guy. Uh oh. oh, who? Um, you're not talking about Peter Dinklage, are you? Yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, he lives. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you're not going to know who Sir Jorah Mormont is, so just guess. Dead. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, Gendry. You probably don't know who Gendry is. Uh, dead. He's the, the bastard son of Robert Baratheon. He's a bastard? Dead. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Sir Davos the Onion Knight. You don't know who he is. He's, he's a, a good guy. We like him. Yeah, he's, he, he, uh, people mm, like him. He, yeah, he, he was knighted. He's officially a knight. So he's a popular character. But, uh, people like him. Dead. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brienne of Tarth, a female knight, also a very popular character. Female, she'll live. Yep. Oh. <laughs> 
I thought I was going to go the total opposite way. Me too. <laughs> uh, Sir, Sir Podrick Payne, who is Brienne of Tarth's um, squire. Squire? Dead. Yeah. Okay. He's got a big, uh, he's got a big unit also. Oh, yeah? Definitely. Know. Big. Okay. <laughs> uh, Grey Worm. Uh, uh, leader, commander based, of the Unsullied. Based on the name, kind of has like a little uh, wormy ass name, so I'm going to say lives. Okay, Grey Worm. Um, his uh, love interest um, and right hand of Daenerys, uh, Miss Sandy. Uh, no idea, but dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, just assume they're dead. Uh, yeah. Sam- Samuel Tarly, the the fat guy who's friends with Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, yes, I do remember him. Uh, yep. Dead. Okay. No. His his girlfriend Gilly uh, lives. Okay, and her baby, uh, who is also her father's baby. Oh, if it's a baby, I'm gonna say lives. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they can't kill babies on Game of Thrones. They did. I mean, they, 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 they did. did. did they? Out a window. Yes. Oh, they that's do. harsh. That's harsh. Okay. Uh, the Hound, the brothers, the Hound and the Mountain, who are leading up to a big show- showdown with each other this season. So it's the, the Hound. Hound versus the Mountain? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, who is the favorite to win? The, uh, hound. The, the Hound is the good guy. The Mountain is a very bad guy. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the good guy. I don't okay. know. I have, a feeling, I have a feeling he'll live and then he'll kill the okay. Mountain. Okay, very good. Very good. Yeah. Go Hound! Uh, I agree with that, though. Uh, Theon Greyjoy, who you may remember from season one, was raised by Ned Stark as one of the Stark children, but he was really kind of a prisoner uh, of the Stark family at the Uh, same time. I would have to see him again, but uh, fuck it, dead. He's a a ginger. Oh, he's a ginger. Definitely dead. (laughs) Better than dead. Uh, They'll kill him. They'll resurrect him and kill him again because he's a ginger, and gingers have no soul. They can do that in the show. Um, so, uh, John Snow's direwolf ghost uh, was that his like his like protector or something? His his wolf, yeah, wolf. his pet. Oh, it's an legit wolf. Oh, wolf's gonna live. Yeah, yeah wolf's gonna live. Oh, wolf's gonna live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, last name, uh, Braun of the Blackwater, who is kind of a, he's a hired sword. He's, uh, he's a very funny character. He's a fan favorite for sure. Um, and he's a hell of a swordsman. Oh, I'll say lives. Okay. Kev says Braun lives. That is our entire Deadpool list, everyone. Thank you. I've taken down everybody's answers to our Deadpool and I will be, of course, uh, keeping score as the season goes on and I will be, um, I will be um, shaming everyone who does poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we'd expect nothing else. That, that's pretty much all we're wagering, all we're wagering here is pride. Yes. Oh, a walk of. Were you going to suggest I'm a walk broke. of shame? Yeah. That would be that would be excellent. I needed a bell and a, a, a walk in the nude through the town square with people <laughs> yeah. throwing fruit at you. Yes. It's <laughs> yes. not Nashua, anyways. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, we, we've gone on uh, quite a while here. We've had a great conversation. Uh, we've covered a lot. We've, we've covered a lot. I I don't know if we've forgotten anything, if we've missed anything. 
Um, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about for season eight before we wrap up for tonight? I don't even. I'm scared. Know. Yeah, I know. I'm scared. <laughs> I, uh, I I feel like we covered so much. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you guys so don't want to know why warning is important. Are you guys gonna Are you guys gonna be doing any events? Any Any Is there anything cosplay related with season eight that you guys are going to be doing? Any kind of celebrations happening with involved with season eight? Always find something. We have We have friends who are hosting a premiere party that they are encouraging cosplay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I expect there'll be people having sort of rap parties um, at the end of the summer or the end of the season, whenever that might be. You guys, um, you guys would cosplay for that kind of thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We 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 grab any excuse. To any reason? Well, you guys work so hard on those costumes. I don't <laughs> exactly. Like, I would probably want to like wear them to work and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in the midst of making her Sansa's new promo dress, the scaled one, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about it. But <laughs> that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Like I don't really like. No conventions are coming up. No really big events. Uh, I think it's just like a little bit of downtime, actually, which is yeah. nice. Fantastic. Like, Fantastic. Fabric to be shipped, and that's that. And Fantastic. I have to get a new sewing machine. So that's my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I start thinking. The life of a thinking, cosplayer. Yeah. Every <laughs> once in a while, I start thinking about doing a new Marjorie outfit, but it just seems so anticlimactic because you know. She's already she's, dead. She's dead. I really, you can make a, a, a dead Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah, die. White Walker Marjorie. Well, I do. I do have two versions of the same dress because I made one first when I was more of a newbie, and then I made a second one more screen accurate and more tailored to my body later on, a couple years later. And more mm-hmm. than once, I've talked about wanting to take that first one and screw it up and cut it up and make it all battle worn and and do a White Walker Marjorie. Cool. Yeah. That's- that would be epic. But I have a feeling I'm just going to keep talking about it and never actually. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to wrap us up for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for for, the, for coming on. And with us. I, I hope you'll come on again. I mean, not just to talk about Game of Thrones, too. I, I'm really interested in all your cosplay stories. And uh, like I know you guys uh, are fans of a lot of other properties and cosplay other things, too. So Just um, a couple. I, hope, yeah, no, I, I, hope, I was gonna say I really dug the uh, the cosplay stories. That was a lot of fun. Um, We've got lots of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So, are any of you guys Star Wars fans? I'm just throwing that out there. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So that's so. One of the I know. I know. Sarah, did you did you ever do your Captain Phasma cosplay, or did that not happen? No, I know you're, but you're I working want on it, right? So yeah. bad. I want to. I just. I, I think I'm the only one with like an actual. Star Wars costume at this point. What did, what did you do? Padme. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I've done like I've done like um sort of half thrown together closet cosplays of Leia. Hmm. Yeah. And no, just Leia. <laughs> I think I think next year is going to be the year for Phasma because I have a lot of armor builds. Right. Uh, well, I can't wait to see what you do with that. After I saw what you did with Captain Marvel's helmet, I'm sure you're going to do a fantastic job. Um, um, and you know what? If you want to come on and talk about Star Wars, we're going to be talking a lot about yes, Star Wars absolutely. in the next in the oh, Any oh, day. forever, forever, forever. <laughs> yeah, basically. No. So forever. if you, uh, if you want to reach our guests, if you want to see more about them, you can check it. You can check out their Instagram accounts. Uh, I'm going to give you their their Instagram profiles now. Uh, if you want to reach Sarah. Our, our Sansa, you could find her on Instagram at, as at Sari Canary, and that's spelled S A R 
E Y C A N A R Y. If you want to find our Aria, <laughs> Steph, you can find her on Instagram as at preferably Steph, and that's spelled at P R E F E R A B L Y S T E F. Um, you can find you can find our Daenerys Tess on Instagram at uh, she's at Tess USB spelled at T E S S U S B and uh, Leah our Marjorie Tyrell uh, can be found on Instagram uh, she's at Caps uh, at K A P P P Z so that's where you can find them um, oh, wait, wait, wait. list them list them with the uh, when we post this episode you can list them with the uh, with the link. I, 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 I will be. I will yeah, be, and and the, and there will be a photo. Uh, they've given they've given us a photo that we're going to be posting up yeah, as really. well, so you can see them in their cosplay. And uh, hopefully, you guys are going to come on. Like I said, during the season, after the season, and yeah. we'll we'll do a lot more talking. More, more awesome. than welcome to come back. And uh, one question. That's the end. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Janet. That's right, Janet. That's right. That's the end. That's Miss Jackson. If you're nasty. <laughs> Kevin's a little bit of a Janet Jackson fan. And that on, was funny. On, like... on that note. On that note. <laughs> this has been Two Worlds for this podcast, episode four. Winter is ending. We want to thank our guests. We want to thank anyone who's listening. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on iTunes. Too old for this podcast. Spelled with a two and a four. The way 90s rappers. I'm Jeremy Dove. From my friend Kevin Evans. Have a good night. And thank you for listening.